Welcome, everyone. Episode 52 of the Health and Wealth Podcast. Steve Giordano here with the Chief Distribution Officer of Ethos. What is going on today, Mr. Marty Schaefer? How are you? What's up, Steve? It's awesome to be here. It's a privilege to be able to spend some time with you this morning. Thank you so much. So where are you coming from? Yeah, uh, physically, I'm in Denver. Um, it, it's pretty early here, and uh, uh, but I'm an early bird, so uh, no issues getting up for you, brother. Yeah, love it. I like your setup. That's a very cool setup. So Ethos is someone that FFL, you know, partnered with about two months ago. Um, it's a, a revolutionary yep. platform that we're going to talk about. And, and really, it's amazing. You know, we were just talking about how it's going to really scale FFL, scale your business and, and individual agents. So walk me through some of the things that we can kind of see from Ethos. Yeah, for sure, Steve. You know, what I... Uh you know, the partnership, I think, you know, as a starting point to talk about is is a great example of, of FFL's leadership in the industry. You know, I think Sean and the entire team, yourself, you know, the ability to, to look at opportunities and look around corners and be visionaries around how you can add a creative growth to your business is why I'm so excited about this. I mean, you guys are obviously an amazing organization. You could have just said, hey, we really don't need that. But what I love about our platform with your business is you have this 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 incredible army of, of producers like yourself. I mean, you're the man. You're number one. Um, I've seen the belt. That's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> cool. Um, but but being able to take what you do really well and find ways to accelerate even faster. Um, and so what Ethos is, I mean, we're a technology company. And, and uh, you know, I've been in the business, Steve, for 25 years in uh, 95% of that career was the traditional life insurance acquisition experience, both as an, I started as an agent, you know, filling out 40 page apps, waiting for medicals to come back, being disappointed six weeks, eight weeks later and not getting paid for all that work. Um, and what Ethos has done as a technology company is automated and, and democratized the acquisition experience for consumers. So what does that mean? What it means is we have a, an, an instant uh, life insurance uh, portal that a consumer goes into. We, we, they go through reflexive underwriting, and they're instantly given an offer and actually a bound policy within about 15 minutes. So if you compare that to what I started doing in the, in the, in the mid-90s, Steve, it's radically different. Uh, and that's what's so powerful about this model is you can be present in a home by sending a URL versus having to you know, drive out there or have to meet with them at any time. In the product, um, I think you know, we're not obviously do, gonna do a, you know, a, a demo of the product, but for those folks who are listening, you can offer up to $2 million of term insurance and there's a waterfall effect of what our product portfolio is in that product on that technology platform. So you have $2 million of term insurance, Steve, all the way down to a couple thousand of final expense 
that happens instantly and automatically through the proprietary underwriting engine we've created. Um, so, so for your, for you and for any agent, um, they can do what they're doing now, which, which is incredible. And then you can layer this into or on top of what you're doing to truly accelerate your business. I love that. I mean, it's incredible what we were able to kind of evolve in with the pandemic, you know, as, as we did as a company. I mean, prior to the pandemic, we were not really doing the Zoom and the phone, right? And then all of a sudden, it's like you do things by necessity. You guys are revolutionizing yeah. things now because let's face facts, people that we meet with and just people in general, they do not have a lot of time um, to sit down and meet with you sometimes. I mean, I can't tell you how many appointments I try to book and, Hey, I'm a truck driver. I just don't have time. And I'm, you know, me and my wife work, work opposite schedules. So this is a great thing now to, to add in, to get to those clients. So you don't just, you know, throw out the lead and say, you know, the hell with it. So I love the platform. Now walk me through this with the ethos portal you're then basically cascaded with the different other insurance carriers as well throughout it, like the true stages and stuff like that. Am I accurate on that? Yeah. So we, we have a term, we have, we have LGA banner, Emeritas, true stage. I mean, when you, when you think of that, we, all those, I, I consider it kind of a brokerage in a box. So you have term insurance up to 2 million down to a guaranteed issue, final expense policy. Um, and all of that is sent to your point in, in that URL hyperlink that you can send to a consumer. Um, and it routes to the to the appropriate product based upon the health and, and wellness of that individual. Uh, like several of your peers and several uh, um, agents, literally, as we've been training them during sessions, are, are flagging us in the chat saying, I just bought a policy. <laughs> and, and it's they're like, I can't believe Paul McLean bought a policy in like 12 minutes. Um, you know, Andrew Taylor's like, Marty, I got $2 million of term insurance, uh, for 70 bucks a month, like instantly Crazy. he was blown away by it. Wow. Yeah. It's interesting too. One of the things that I think I was telling you when we just met in Nashville is, you know, a lot of the clients that, um, you can't get on the phone, you can't, you know, you text them, they don't respond or whatever. You can't door knock them, sure. you know, shooting them out the link, uh, making an email with the link, putting it on social media. And then next thing you know, you can wake up. I had a couple so far. You wake up, boom, so-and-so got a policy. You didn't even have to talk to them. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned time. I, you know, for an agent, for a consumer, you know, it's our greatest asset. And the ability to accelerate and leverage time is one of the most powerful. As an agent, it's one of the most powerful mechanisms that Ethos provides for you. And for a consumer... I mean, look, we have we have all acclimated to kind of wanting an Amazon experience as consumers, yep. right? Yep. And so to your point, if I'm an agent and you just described it, it's like, hey, look, I, I'm doing what I do. I got to call leads. I got to I got I got to meet people, uh, but you can't meet 75 people a week. Maybe you could. But but imagine meeting as many people as you could meet. But those who couldn't either meet with you or were interested, it wasn't the right time being able to just send out the URL and say, Hey, look, I know you need this insurance. I know you were interested. And then they can do that whenever they want. Uh, and then to your point, you show up, you know, the following morning and you've made revenue, right? Like that, like that time accelerant is, is something that, uh, you know, our, our platform, you know, creates for you. Love it. So now I want to get a little bit into you, right? Cause you're, you know, after meeting you, you're kind of a fascinating guy to me. And I think a lot of people want to get to know you a little bit. So you started in insurance how many years ago? 
Yeah. So I was a, a, a washed up, you know, professional athlete that needed to get a real job and I was teaching and uh, I had two kids and a house payment and, and is, you know, I think my, my annual income as a teacher was 16, five. And, and even in the nineties, that wasn't a lot of cash. Yeah. Uh, and so what I loved about insurance, I, I, I started selling home and auto insurance part-time in the summers uh, and I doubled my income. And I was, and, and I remember thinking to myself, like, I can sell as much of this as I want. And as an athlete, you love that kind of competitive, like I control it, it's on me. Um, and so I went all in. And so I became a full-time agent in 97, 98. Um, and, and, and I was hooked. I mean, I loved, you know, as hard as I worked, the outcome, you know, was, was directly reflective of how hard I worked. So if you put in the time, like amazing things happen. And I remember my wife and I going on our first conference um, in Del Coronado, San Diego. And, you know, I'd made like $100,000 my first year. Uh, and, and, and I was just a, I was just a theology major, former athlete who had no, you know, it was a 40 hour class. And, and my wife's like, how, how did you do this? I mean, she's been in education for, for 30 years and, and uh, had to do a lot more work to, to earn a lot less. And so, it's an amazing industry. And, and, and uh, so I was an agent for the first five years. And then uh, I went into management just because I loved coaching. I loved coaching people. I loved bringing people into the business, Steve. And, uh, and I've done that for the rest of my career up to this point is manage teams, manage people, manage distribution companies, managed organizations. Love that. Now, when you first made the transition, because you were, you were getting a, a low paycheck, but a steady paycheck, right? And you made that transition to commission. Yeah. That's always probably the most trepidatious time for any agent or anybody coming in. It was for me. And I, you oh, know, man. how did you work that and navigate that, especially with you, you had a wife and did you have kids at the time or no? I had two kids and a house. So I, I remember Steve talking to my wife and, and uh, I had two offers on the table. One, one was to go to for a PNC company and take over an established book. And there was a salary and my wife's like, take that job. And the other was a job with Prudential at the time. And Prudential offered me uh, 12 weeks of comp. Uh, at the time, this was like considered a really good deal. Uh, but it was straight commission. It was, it was not guaranteed. And it ended in 12 weeks. And in the 13th week, it was zero. And my wife was like, you are crazy. You're, you're giving up this 16.5 of guaranteed income for $600 for 12 weeks. Um, and I just... I believed in myself, like, like, they, like you have, in order to do that, the real trigger point has to be, do you believe in yourself, right? Like, like does, does this product provide social value? Uh, do I believe in the product? Do, do I believe I can work hard? And do, do I believe I'm willing to live with the results of how hard I work? And those were all checked yes for me. And so once that, once I kind of made that decision, I was all in. And, and, and the thing is, I didn't, I, I, I disabled my ability to have a plan B. Hmm. Right. And, and so I, I was all in. And once I did that, you know, the results, um, you know, reflected it. Right. And, and so, you know, what you, I, I'm a big believer, Steve, that what you focus on expands. So yeah. you better choose wisely. Yeah. If you start thinking you're going to fail, you will. So. Hundred percent. One thing that you mentioned to me right off the bat the other night, and you just touched on it, was you know bringing your wife to that first event, and it sounds to me that she be like 
she was skeptical, but she, she believed in you and she believed in it after seeing it. So talk to me about how vital that is as a new agent to bring in your family and spouse into what you're doing. Well, look, so, so the first year, I think we made just under a hundred thousand dollars, which for us at the time was like transformative, but being, you know, Holly and I went to that conference. Uh, you know, we were at the first dinner. It was this amazing, we were right on Del Coronado overlooking the ocean. And uh, I remember her, look, her looking at me and going, all right, this is cool. Like, like we're in, like it, it's, you know, she's like, I think, I think this is going to work. Tough and, sell. Uh, and the other thing is, I, yeah, go sell something. She's like, we got to go to the conference next year. But the other thing that was really important at that time was I had an amazing mentor in the business. Pete Bonner uh, was somebody that took me under his wing. He's the, actually, he's the godfather to my youngest daughter. I have four girls now. And, uh, and that's powerful. Right. And so, so, like, I know you're a mentor for a lot of people. I know Sean's a mentor for a lot of people. Andrew, like having mentors, people who, who grab you by, by, the, by the belt buckle and pull you along and say, hey, stop doing those things, do these things. And, and I was coachable. So, so you, you have to, you know, you have to be willing to, to, to be humble and absorb guidance. And, and I was. Um, and so that, those were the things that transformed my career was, was being around great mentors, uh, being coachable, but, but more than anything, believing in myself and being willing to put in the work. And, uh, and, and Holly and I have attended a lot of conferences together over the last 20 plus years. And, and she loves it. She doesn't get to go to any conferences as a teacher. Yeah, that's a good point. Very true. So now walk me through you. You had touched upon, you know, how you got into kind of the, uh, the management side of things, um, as time went on, w what did that transition look like for you? Yeah. So, so again, I, you know, a lot of things are analogous to sports for me. And so, so being a player, I love, um, but, but, you know, just for me, my passion was around coaching, recruiting, um, teaching, doing what Pete did for me. Like, like I wanted to be that mentor for, for, for other people. And so um, in the early 2000s, I transitioned over into management. And then uh, in 2004, I, I left what, what I refer to as retail and I, and I went straight to the life insurance business. And so I went to work for a life insurance carrier. Um, and, and in that, in that world and that, in, in that role, I managed our state farm partnerships. So uh, I was at Phoenix life at that time. And, and so from 04 to 20, you know, until last year, I'd worked for carriers and or run distribution companies. Um, and so I've just continued, you know, look, we're all competitive, right? And so you just want to continue to continue to improve and take on new risks. So what I've done over the last 20 years is just continue to take calculated risks like I did as a 25-year-old going into that straight commission job, both with, uh, you know, new opportunities to, to expand my, my abilities uh, and, and to be able to provide value to organizations. And Ethos was, was probably the, the most radical one I'd made um, just because I was leaving the very traditional space and entering um, the technology industry, you know? And, and the reason I did that, Steve, was, you know, I wanted to be a part of the transition uh, and the democratization of, of, of offering life insurance to more Americans, right? You know, I, I had five, I, had, I, I grew up in, in a middle income home, you know, with amazing parents, uh, you know, who did everything they could for us to raise five kids uh, and provide everything we needed. 
we didn't know what we didn't have, right? But nobody was calling on my mom and dad. My, my dad was in the welding industry. My mom worked in a, in a doctor's office. You know, nobody was calling on them. And if something would have happened to my father or my mother, um, that would have radically altered our, our trajectory as, as kids, right? And so, I, you know, as I look at kind of, I refer to it as the back nine of my career, I want to be a part of an organization that empowers agents and empowers the industry to serve more Americans. I mean, our mission at Ethos is to ensure the next million Americans. Um, and FFL and you and, and people like yourself are the catalyst for us to do that. What's cool is you're an outside the box thinker from what I can take from you. And, and also, I think you understand that things evolve. And I think Sean's done a good job with that as well. Because, you know, if you look back at some, like I'll use Blockbuster Video as an example, they didn't evolve. And then you get Netflix. And then you get all these big box retailers. They didn't evolve. And now you got Amazon, which is just, you know, one of the most incredible things. Everything is just like instant. There's the technology and leaning on the technology. So I love the fact that we're now partnering with a company like you guys because it is the next evolution. And if you don't evolve, you're going to die. Like you just will. Things will change around you. Yeah, you can't be stagnant in anything, right? I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, you know, but you can continue to do th things the same way, but you'll just be mediocre, yeah, right? 100%. And, and there, by the way, I listen to the uh, the School of Greatness podcast every morning, and what I love about it is is it's always it's always pushing me to think differently mm. and, and evaluate things that are on the cutting edge of of both personal development, business development, um, how we operate and function as a society. And I think that's what you're talking about at your at, at the core of that question is 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 looking around the corner and saying, okay, I'm I'm doing okay now. But what's version two, three, five look up look like for me and my business? And that to your point around Sean, like he 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 really saw that. And he's like, look, we're we're gonna get to a billion um, with what we're building. But you know, the, the thing with this industry, Steve, is it's the industry's been flat for 20 years. Yeah. So think about that. The industry has been flat for 20 years, but most carriers are like, hey, we're gonna grow 12% next year. Well, the only way somebody's growing is how is somebody's going backwards. Yeah. So people have been trading market share every year, right? So it's like this company reprices and gets better and they, they gain share and this company didn't and they lost share. And, but what ethos is empowering the industry to do is that add accretive growth. So literally keep doing what you're doing, but let's accelerate creating the, the democratized experience for more Americans so they can access this product that is the most powerful financial tool in the world, right? That, that we, that somebody can give us 20 or 30 or 50 bucks. And if something traumatic happens to them, we take care of their families for the rest of their lives. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And I said it, you know, at the Nashville conference, um, if you don't believe in what the life insurance industry is and does for people, like you're not going to, you're going to fail. Like you're clearly someone who has that passion. So I can see you being, you were probably the top producer for your company. I could see that, you know, because of just not, your passion not, of doing not it. Approved, but I, yeah, <laughs> uh, my, uh, I did all right. I wasn't the number one guy. I remember the number one guy at Pru. He was, he was pretty badass. but uh, you know, look, I, I think, you know, what we don't sell what we don't believe in. Yeah. Right. Like, 
And with this business, the thing that shook me really early on are two things. Number one, I paid a death claim. Mm. And number two, I had somebody who I had positioned life insurance to with a young family die and not buy. And, and, and when you have that, those are like, you can't, you can't come back from that, right? Like if somebody doesn't buy auto insurance and they have an accident and, and they go bankrupt, like nobody died, right? Or somebody could have potentially died, but it's a recoverable event. When somebody passes away and they hadn't planned appropriately, um, that's an unrecoverable event, which, which reminds me of an additional value that I don't even know if you know about with ethos is Every policyholder that purchases an ethos policy gets free wills, trust, durable power of healthcare, durable power of attorney as a part of their policy. Nice. So we acquired a company called Tomorrow early this earlier this year that we've integrated into our into our product that democratizes for all of those middle Americans and, and, and even high income earners the ability to take care of all of those post life issues for free. That's I mean, awesome. That's, that's that's pretty powerful. Yeah. It's good too because a lot of times what what I find we do in the home is we have to educate people on, you know, they 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 have the need obviously they fill something out, but you have to educate and I talk a lot with clients about the wills and the stuff like that because you know, getting this stuff spelled out for people. So this way people get paid. They get paid quickly. There's not probate. Like things are put in their proper place. The fact that you have that built into the product is incredible. Yeah, it's free. I mean, it normally costs, you know, I, I've done some legal planning myself and I can guarantee you it wasn't free. Um, <laughs> and so the ability for, for, for any American to, to be able to, to get what they need, um, have it priced appropriately and fairly, uh, have this added value is, is transformative. Again, it, it's the Amazon experience for, for legal documentation. Love that. So here's what I really want to know. So you were an athlete, right? So what were your sports yeah. and what were you best at? Yeah, so I played co collegiate Division One volleyball and soccer. Um, you know, I, I wanted to be a professional football player, but as a freshman in high school, I was 5'3", 98 pounds. So I'm 6'2", 200 now, but I was not then. And, and I, was, I was much better at soccer. And so I ended up getting drafted, um, in, you know, out of college to play professional soccer. And back in the 90s, this was pre-MLS, um, you know, you had to play professional indoor and, and outdoor full time. So... Uh, it was a very different environment back then, but, uh, you know, it was very similar to my insurance career. I, I found something I was passionate about. Um, you know, it was, it was, uh, some of the fondest memories of my life, mm. uh, planes, you know, I just remember, you know, being like 23 years old and, and, you know, having a free apartment, living with a bunch of my buddies and, and, and working three hours a day <laughs> as a 20 year old, there's not much better that you, that you could ask for, right. Um, and we didn't make a ton of money back then, but, uh, we were doing what we loved and, yeah. uh, and, and that was, that was awesome. So MLS started, was it like 96, I think something like that? Yeah, it was, it was the post, it was a post infusion of, of, uh, money from FIFA for the U S hosting the world cup that, right. that uh, created, the, uh, created the league. Uh, and I was playing for a team in Columbus, Ohio at the time. Uh, and then the MLS brought a, a team to Columbus and they absorbed our team and our franchise. And so, um, you know, there were a few of us that were practice dummies, but uh, they brought in, uh, you know, a few, like I was a forward and, and Columbus brought in Brian McBride, who was the national team starting forward. So uh, I was a little out of luck there. So long story short, if you would have went a little longer, you could have been an MLS star, perhaps. 
I don't know about star. I look, I would have loved it, but, uh, you know, I ended up having, uh, I, you know, back nowadays I, I start, I had some pretty significant concussions and, yeah. and it's, it's pretty funny nowadays. Oh, it's not funny, but nowadays, obviously you look at how serious they take concussion protocols. Steve. Yeah. You know, back, back then, um, for a while, my nickname was purple haze. Cause I, you know, I got, I got a really bad head, head, uh, impact and I, I was seeing stars and I just you just kept playing they were like oh you, you know are you okay to play and I'm yeah. like uh, sure I guess um, and so you know I ended up uh, having a pretty significant one at the end of my career that did uh, cause me to, to bow out uh, well earlier than I wanted to but in retrospect wow. now as I sit here at 50 I'm really glad I made that decision yeah and look how smart you turned out so clearly it wasn't that bad <laughs> the, the, my, my brain clearly recovered i don't know if i'm smart but i hang out i hang out as best i can and don't get me started on concussions i'm a dolphin fan and i'm dealing with all this uh this two uh he should retire oh. and all this stuff now killing me well i'm a browns fan so every every sunday's a concussion for me <laughs> it's it's brutal i think you should come down the browns play the dolphins in november i think you should come down i'm in yeah let's do it yeah man well, this has been uh, very insightful. I really appreciate you taking the time. I'm crazy excited about Ethos. You know, I'm doing you know our manager call later on today, and gonna go through all that stuff. Gonna talk about you know running ads around it. Give me uh, like a parting shot for just agents in general. You know what you would recommend for them to be successful in the industry sure. and and partnering with Ethos. Yeah. Well, number one in the industry. Um, I would just remind everybody that what they're doing is the greatest social service that they can provide in the financial services industry. And never forget that. Don't apologize for that. Don't be embarrassed by that. It's an amazing industry. It'll give back to you everything you put into it, number one. Number two, we have set up portals. We set up 45,000 FFL portals, Steve. Wow. So I would assume and expect that every agent that you in your organization uh, has a live portal with ethos. So all they have to do is go to the, the link, which you can share with them and they can be selling this afternoon. Incredible. And so everything they need to get started, how to, how to send out the links, all the training, um, uh, materials, everything they need is in that portal. Um, uh, it's a, it's a multi-million dollar industry leading cutting edge portal where they can manage their business. They can manage anybody who's underneath them. They'll see everything in that portal. They just have to go in there and start and then yeah. just, just take that leap of faith. Um, and those who have have rated amazingly and had great success and insured more Americans. So yeah. uh, I would just encourage folks to get in there and get cranking. hundred percent. And then the other side of it too, is the fact of that technology leveraging social media. I mean, let's face facts, social media drives, you know, industry, you know? No, it's, yeah. I mean, the, the ability to take your URL, your, your, your ethos URL and create a QR code and put it on your social media or put your hyperlink into your social media platforms. And anybody who clicks on that, there's attribution back to you and you get paid full comp. Crazy. Instantly with doing no, no real work outside of that. Now, uh, I don't know of anything else in our business that an, empowers an agent to do that. Yeah, it's incredible. Well, I thank you so much for, for joining me today. And uh, we definitely got to get you down here. We'll do a live podcast and a training in my office. And anything that I can do to help you guys, I, I'm gladly in uh, to do that. So I thank you again.
Oh, we'll see you in uh, we'll we'll see you in Miami for the Brownies Dolphins game, bro. Let's do it, man. Sounds good. All right, have All right. a great day. That's the-